0: Welcome to episode 51 of They Think It's All Over and this week for a little change we are going to all discuss our favourite WrestleManias.
1: No Mike, Mike, I told you we're not doing that.
0: So we're just going to do fucking football kits. Oh whatever, get on with it then.
1: This is why you're not allowed to do this. Right, welcome to They Think It's All Over, the football shirt show. Well, we are very, very lucky this week, listeners, because joining us for once, promptly, and on time, we have Scotty, the Flying Scotsman. Hello, Scott.
2: Hello, how's it going?
1: <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. You haven't got your hands uh, around any choppers today?
2: No, nope, not today, not on a, on holiday, thankfully, so... Give it his mouth a rest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and as you might have heard, Tom, welcome Tom, the shirt fan. How are you, Tom? All right, you are.
3: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, AD. Yeah, very, very much looking forward to Scott's contribution this week. He's got well, some making up to do. He's got a lot of making up to do. but uh, And that leads us on
1: to uh, the final panellist today. A very, very, very excited Mike at Footy Shirts. How are you, Mike?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'd be better if we could just talk about wrestling for an hour just for a change. But hey, you know, it's not what people listen to us for, is it?
1: Well, I don't know. I, I don't know why people do listen to us. So, uh, yeah, um, let's let's try everything and see
2: what sticks, shall we? <laughs> Mike, what is WrestleMania? Well, uh, sorry, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that, Jesus Christ, that's like me asking you what the World Cup
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say I've never watched one in my entire life. That
0: blows my mind. I, you know, when I was a kid, I, spent, I literally I touched on my, my grand last week. I spent most of my childhood sat with my nan and my granddad watching WrestleManias with Hulk Hogan and my nan used to think it was real I swear so as a kid it was all I did I watched it all the way through to as an adult then stopped for a few years and it blows my mind to think nobody's ever watched that. Somebody, sorry, has never watched a single WrestleMania. That's insane.
2: Was it wasn't very PC. Wasn't there a character that was called Triple K or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I might like. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. I'm going to just put that out there and just correct that and say, no, I think you're probably referring to Triple H. If you look at some of the wrestlers' backgrounds in real life, as our guest today does a podcast about WrestleMe. That's a great podcast to listen to if you like that that background story to some of the not so PC stuff they do get up to. But I think most of the characters, fortunately, are strictly PC, especially nowadays anyway.
3: Trip triple K is the DH gate version. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you get if you order it off
1: Wish. <laughs> uh, Scott, I can see you got your hand up. Literally, can we can we have no more questions on this? Can we just uh... <laughs> Right. Okay. In that case, if you're still listening this week for you, we have got the usual kit news. We have a special feature, if you haven't guessed already, with Pete Donaldson, host of WrestleMania and the founder of Football Ramble. And of course, we've also got our new weekly feature for you, Scotty Rance. You were warned. You asked for it back. It's not our fault. Right. News this week, gentlemen. Who's got what? I'll go first if you
0: want. We tweeted about it, but did everybody see what happened with the Colo the Colo shirt? I think it's a pretty interesting story. For anybody that didn't see it, basically me, myself and Adrian helped to, to try and find out exactly what happened and what we kind of got to the bottom of it was that there was a sponsor change for Colo-Colo on their kits which meant the gold kit that they would have been wearing in the what is basically the chilean cup final was rendered useless um and the one thing i can't quite figure out is whether or not the kits weren't made in time whether the the plans were just out of line or or whatever but basically yeah they ended up with with no kits to wear so they improvised like like many times we've seen before and we ended up with a one-off kit but we kind of all recognised the kit that they used a little bit because it was actually an Adidas template pre-match shirt that was actually kind of put together for the home nations, uh, predominantly, obviously, Scotland, Wales, and I believe Northern Ireland because, obviously, they're the ones with Adidas. Um, and they they basically badged it up, printed it up to match bet. It looked magnificent. But, yeah, it's essentially a pre-match shirt being worn in
1: a cup final. Incredible stuff. The Spanish wasn't great, but uh, it looked like a lot of the colo Cole. Fans were, were not happy about it at all, actually. And it did seem to intimate it was uh, supply chain issues from Adidas not getting the kits ready in time. But um, what did you reckon, Scott?
2: That has to be premeditated because we all know what the South American sponsors are like on their shirts. There's no way that that was like a last minute thing. That's, that has to be calculated and somebody's gone, right, what are we going to do? And they've just gone, print this, don't tell anybody, get on the pitch. I mean, it's a great story, and I thought the shirt looked all right, but then, as you said, AD, we're obviously not uh, the ultras, so they, they didn't seem too chuffed about it, but I thought it looked quite cool. So so why
3: were they not happy with it? Was it, was it the sponsor they didn't like, or the colour?
1: It seemed to be the colour, not being traditional colo colo, Colours. Um, and also they just thought they got a short straw from Adidas. Adidas don't seem to have a great rep in South and Central America for the quality and um, how promptly they produce kits.
0: They went on to lose the final, despite what I wrote in the tweet when we put out about it, because i have been awake for about seven hours already with an ill child. So I wrote that Colo Colo won that final, but they didn't. So it's yet another one-off shirt that doesn't even have any history to go with it other than a, a losing
1: final to so all the colo colo fans that didn't like it yolo yolo it's a nice kick Get on with it did anybody spot uh, another shirt related story like that in europe this week so standard liege had to do very similar at the weekend as well they um they were playing fc sariang or again figure <laughs> my pronunciation, take <laughs> after my, uh, And uh, the opponents wear a red and black kit. Standard Age could not wear their usual home or way and instead wore a one off set of kits uh, produced by, by Adidas, which was like a, a grey makeshift monochrome um, badged kit. So, yeah, uh, Adidas again had to uh, badge up another template for them to wear in this kit. One off, not available in stores. And um, yeah, happened twice in a week. There we go.
3: So you could say non-standard Liège. <laughs> hey, Come oh. on, that's
1: a good one. Let's see if he can keep it up, though. Tom, what news have you got for us?
3: Oh, it's a pretty quiet week. Um, nothing that big, really. We're just going for the new Italy home and away shirts by Adidas. First time in a number of decades that they're with the three stripes. Um, and I'm, yeah, the people seem to be quite liking these shirts after a little bit of uproar from the leaked photos but now we've seen the home shirt properly and the away shirt too it seems like the consensus is they're pretty solid efforts by adidas i i actually think they are solid the home shirt is an italy shirt which is you know all you can ask for really and i think it's a lot better than a lot of puma's efforts in the last 20 years i like the authentic material pattern that adidas uses on the shirts and the away shirt which i don't know if anyone's seen it is uh the white with the marble effect i think it's again yeah. like a an interesting effort from adidas for a, for an italy away shirt and it's a bit like that arsenal away shirt Do you remember the marbled halls of highbury they had that it's a little bit like that but in a blue color way so i like both of them but what, what does everyone else think
2: well first of all because they're not made by puma they won't be fucking shell suits like they were back in the mid to late 2000s. So that's good. Um, I also think that the, I mean, I, you all know I'm a fan of authentic. And I think that the authentic version with them taped stripes, like we saw with the, the World Cup Adidas shirts, will be really nice. And the the tricolored flag, the subtleness. I know everybody wanted that, and, and I was one of them, they wanted the actual stripes in the tricolor. But I think. That subtle details nice, and then the tape and down the side. So I think there's, I think there's a few details in there that are that are really good. And yeah, I think it's a solid effort. The only thing I don't like is the coffee stains on the marble in the away. I think they they probably could have done maybe without that, but I'll probably pick up the home. I, I really like it.
1: Coffee stains—they're a bit of dubious color, actually, aren't they? When you start considering what stains they could be, but um, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, have you seen the bespoke name sets they're getting as well? These kids—they're like yeah. A- kind of Roman style typography. I think that's that's a nice touch for these shirts as well. I think I don't really see how people can complain about these efforts because they're instantly recognisable for what they are, which is what you want for a national team. And they're, you know, they've put their own stamp on it. So I think good job Adidas. I
0: really like them. I mean, when the leaks come out, I I said at the time, I quite liked the, the home shirt in particular over the away one. But now they're both out. Not only do I really, really like the the home i really like the away and i think that sometimes shirts as pairs as home and away sets just look incredible i think when they're together they're going to look really really good because they complement each other really well and you know what i'd even go as far as saying personally i think the the home is easily the the best italy home they've had since they were with Kappa. i i do i genuinely think that it's it's incredibly good to be honest with you Yeah, oh, the, Renaissance, the Renaissance shirt. But, uh, did you know what? Maybe it's just because I'm not a massive lover of Italy and Italian shirts and so on. The the the, the Renaissance shirts, they were okay, but I'll be honest with you that I was never that sort of like into them. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because, I don't know. Maybe it, ha- it doesn't help the, the argument for anybody else because I'm a bit of an Adidas fanboy and I love Adidas. I think that, like Scotty touched on. What they've done with the stripes, I think, is better than just go and try stripes because it was what everybody wanted and expected. So they've done it a little bit different and I think it looks good.
2: And I think the Italians love it because the FIGC store was out of Home Authentics by 10 o'clock in the morning. So the Italians clearly love it. There we
1: go, there we go. But that's not the only kit news out of Italy this week, is it, Tom? I think we've got some breaking news as we're recording this.
3: Yeah, we've seen AC Milan doing what they're they do best than what they did last year, a shirt I really wish I'd picked up and never did. Last year, I don't know if people remember that Neman AC Milan shirt they released. It was a uh, collaboration with a fashion house from Milan. They've done something similar and they're going to be releasing another special shirt this season with another fashion house, which I believe is called Cosche or Coche, And it's kind of like a broken black and red striped affair. They're a little similar to the Neman stylings from, from last season. And uh, it's got a funky collar on it as well by the looks of it. So we'll tweet a picture of that one out. I think that looks nice. Although, like with all of these fashion collabs, it's going to piss some people off, isn't it? Is it going to
2: be worn? That's the main question.
3: Yeah, well, we don't know. It's literally uh, just come out.
1: Um, some people, I think uh, the Spire's tweeted out already, comes in, there's no Puma logo on it. Uh, although, uh, Cochet or... Cock, depending on how you want to pronounce it, have collabed with Puma before. Uh, no, there's no Puma badge, so maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't, would it be a first time to wear it without the badge of the
0: primary kit producer? I don't know,
1: yeah, because
2: Palace and UV is still headed DDS. I guess
0: the, I guess the Jumpman stuff probably counts as that because that's that's Nike and they've ditched the Nike logo for Jumpman. I suppose that's
2: is Nike though. Yeah, same group. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, if somebody wants to let us know, that'd be great. There we go. Question for the listeners for once. Um, We certainly, certainly, certainly don't know it all. Um, What else have we got this week? Scott, come on, wrap up the news for us.
2: So, um, a very nice tribute to finish off with. Again, coming out of South America and this time it is from Santos. Last weekend, because of when we're recording, was the first game that Santos played since the very sad passing of Pele, and they had not one not two not three but four tributes on the shirt that they wore um during the game um we did tweet out a picture of this so you may have already seen it and i'm sure you three have already seen it but so we had a black ribbon and they had a crown because obviously his nickname out there is the king they had a nice crown above the badge and They also had on every player's shirt in a multitude of languages, Thank You, King, um, below the number. And I did try and look because I noticed that there was lots of different languages and I wondered if potentially the players were wearing Thank You, King that matched their nationality, but they didn't. So I think they've just gone for a widespread of world languages. And then the most obvious thing was that every single player wore number 10. They had their, everybody wore their squad number. So, you know, if you were, for example, if you were number 20, then they added a divided by two. And that was across the board. So every player wore their squad number and then a multiplication, division or addition, subtraction to get that number down to 10. So the entire squad wore number 10. Now, it's not the first time we've seen it. You know, obviously, Zamorano's famous Inter shirt. But yeah, it was it was really cool. And the best bit about the whole thing for me was that they won the game. So they had this huge tribute to Pele, and they won the game two one. So it was a it was a really nice touch and a, and a perfect way to to tribute Pele at Santos.
3: Yeah, it was nice to see a good tribute. We've we've seen a couple similar things actually recently. Might might as well just mention them. Uh, of course, the sad passing of Gianluca Vialli and Sanisa Mihailovic as well. Their former club Sampdoria made a nice tribute to the pair of them in their. Not the last game, but I think the fixture before that, they had a nice touch with uh, Luca and Sinisa on the, the back of the collar of their shirts for their game. So, yeah, nice nice tributes we've seen, unfortunately, a few times in the last few weeks.
1: Right, I think that wraps up the news. Don't think we've uh, avoided the Valentine massacre issue at Napoli. You'll have to sit tight a little bit longer for Scotty Rance, I imagine. Come on, Mike, and see your side. What's coming up?
0: Wow, we've been banging on about it for ages. As everybody would know by now, me and Tom were really, really excited to talk to Pete Donaldson, who is the host and founder of the Football Ramble and of my favourite podcast, the greatest podcast of all time, other than this one, um, which is Wrestle Me, um, which is why I wanted to talk about wrestling for this hour, but again, wasn't allowed. But yeah, we we got to talk to Pete, amazing chat, and I think everybody's really going to enjoy this one.
3: So welcome to today's feature on They Think It's All Over and it's a very special one for me and Mike because we have our podcast inspiration with us today. He's sartorily the most elegant member of the Football Ramble, he's part of Stack Productions and half of Wrestle Me, it is Wrestle Me Peter, Peter Donaldson.
4: Hey, wrestle me, chaps.
3: Um, yeah, I'm definitely the
4: weakest part of that particular uh, duo. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, yeah, good, good, good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, we've been doing it for a bloody long time, and uh, I'm glad that um, we made it sound so bloody easy that. Uh... So effortless, <laughs> thought, yeah. Still a funny yeah, podcast.
0: <laughs> it it it, it, do, it does sound effortless, and and hopefully anybody that's uh, <laughs> listening to us today who hasn't checked out WrestleMania, not just WrestleMania, you've got the Ramble as well, and Luke yeah. and Pete show because uh, you know you um, you you're pretty well covered in the podcast world. But yeah, WrestleMania in particular is is as we were just discussing before we recorded, it was the introduction to podcasts for me, and it is in what. It, 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 I did the same as Mark and I was a lapsed fan and I've ended mm. up getting back into it and I've gone back to my youth and, and when I was a kid and I used to sit with my nan who watched wrestling until the day she died. So <laughs> on, nice. honestly, I, 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 it genuinely does. It. it takes me back to when I was a kid. Mm. I remember not long before my nan passed away, I went to see her and she was uh, complaining about how much it had cost her to get the next pay-per-view. Um, And she (laughs) and she was telling me how much she disliked Roman Reigns.
4: Nice. okay. well, I think that's that's a pretty standard kind of like wrestle fan opinion.
3: I think that's fair to say.
4: Great stuff. That's great. (laughs) It's good to hear. But yeah, um... it's
3: fine. You (laughs) turned up with a with a smash of a pane of glass, just like (laughs) we'll get get the wrestling stuff done out of the way first. I think before we move (laughs) on to the football kits, because I know, Mike, you've particularly been excited to talk a little bit about like wrestling football crossover.
0: Mm. yeah yeah um it's it's something that i quite yeah i quite like it because there's there's some strange links between wrestling and football obviously obviously people this isn't a a visual podcast but the shirt i'm wearing is a wrestling football crossover um so a little while back the mexican league did some lucha libre shirts and this is the atlas fc one and and, uh and obviously the mexicans they're, they're they're pretty pretty hot on it so mm. yeah it's uh, i think f- football and wrestling is, is something I'm, I'm really into a little while ago i did a big thread on um twitter as well about uh wrestlers in football shirts so that's uh that's something that, that i think a lot of people are into as well
4: yeah massively and um i mean try and get a normal size football shirt for a wrestler though i mean they are gigantic <laughs> monsters aren't they I, I don't think you can I, I, you, they certainly wouldn't fit into one of those kind of um Uh, player worn shirts that you see around that are like really really thin um but uh i mean yeah i mean i I think there's been enough kind of like soccer kind of crossovers but obviously down in mexico i mean that's that's got to be like football so important and wrestling is is probably even more important and and so kind of woven into everyday sort of soap opera life it's it's great to see um yeah, leagues just sort of thinking, oh, well, let's mix a little bit together and, and show everyone what we got.
0: I think we'll get into trouble with, with our uh, the one of the guys who edits our podcast, Adrian, if we talk too much about wrestling. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose we should move on to football because that is why we've asked you to come on because you mm. are a lover of football and in particular football kits as well. Yeah,
4: I um, am a man who uh, about four, 10 years ago got my um, armpits lasered.
3: <laughs> See, this is world well chronicles. So, with...
4: <laughs> so I um so I I used to like sweat, like wake up in the morning, just start sweating out my pits. And I was like, this is just weird. And you can get this thing where you can get like a temporary thing where they inject you with like the same stuff you inject. Um spotulism, isn't it? The stuff that you inject uh, uh people's faces with to make them all smooth and stuff. Um But you can basically get your armpits lasered so it it basically kills all of the um sweat cells, I don't know what they're called, sweat glands, or not know, yeah, it basically lays your sweat glands and, and basically calms them down a bit, uh, and, and after that, I had a good like five years of just absolute dream, not sweating at all, it was brilliant, like just absolute, it's come back a little bit, but it's still the best couple of hundred quid I've ever spent really, back in the day. Um, but it did mean that I could wear some very unforgiving 1990s football kit fabrics that, Keep all of the moisture in or out or around you, and it, I, I didn't feel self conscious about um, honking, to be quite frank. Uh, and also, I was going back and forth to Japan, so I, lo- I have a real distinct love of Japan. I do a podcast with uh, a YouTuber called Chris Broad, Broad Japan, uh, and um, every time I'm over there, I'll try and pick up a couple of shirts because the, over there they they really do uh, look after their hand gear. They really uh, take care of it. They they, they you know. The, Basically, I I, I buy those shirts and then within about a week, all everything's fallen off them. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've like I've washed them. I don't know what I've done, but all of the 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 really expensive J League nineteen nineties. 1990s- uh, lettering has started falling off almost immediately, uh, which is very, very upsetting. But they know how to take care of their kits. They know how to take care of their stuff out there. So it's um, yeah, I, I really love um, I really love jelly kits in particular because they're just silly and stupid, and their mascots are really colourful and silly, and um, yeah, and, and and you know some some of them are, yeah some of them are stranger than others. But yeah, I really like jelly kits. So that that's kind of how I got into, into it. Really, just buying jelly kits every every, every year. Uh, and I'll I'll happily and I have no for the, um, uh, I bought, there's that kind of like Japanese kanji shirt from, a, I think, a Brazilian side that came out. Uh, and I saw that on DH Gate, like the illegal, um, dodgy uh, Chinese thing. Oh, I it's went, the Corinthians went, one, isn't it? Yeah, Corinthians. Yeah. And, I never, and, I never, and I'm never going to get it. So I'm like, I'll just get it because no one will know. And I bought it and it was a piece of crap. And I was like, <laughs> everyone's going to know that's a copy. So that's gone in the bin. Um, so, it, so basically, uh, to cut a long story short, don't buy copied shirts they don't look very good
3: (laughs) there you go that's the biggest advocacy we can get for for not going for the the H gate route we can see that you're wearing the japan 2018 shirt as well from the yeah i mean i mean to be honest
4: if if i hadn't been had my head down and um uh, I would have popped up and got a got a decent um, shirt, so I'm afraid this was just uh, this is the one I happen to be wearing today, uh, a J League, uh, not J League, a, a Japan uh, national national shirt.
3: That's a great one. I think I, I don't. I think you're doing yourself a disservice by saying <laughs> you could have got a better one because it, it's right, a good go one on. to to start with. But I, I did want to ask yeah. you because you've gone on record before, and just going back to your your removal of the sweat glands, you have yeah. said before that football shirts are horrible to wear because them, to wear. they make you sweat. I remember picking
4: up, this was in Japan actually, I picked up a, uh, remember Ariston era, sort of uh, Bobby Baggio kind of Juventus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, It was like a big woolen jumper. It was so (laughs) heavy. I don't know whether it's like, I I think it's an official shirt, but it's just like, it, it looked like your nan had made it. It was so heavy and it probably was like a lot nicer to wear than the ones these days but um yeah it was so heavy and it was the most expensive shirt i've ever bought but it was uh it's i've never put it on i've never worn it in anger <laughs> but it sat around the football ramble uh offices for a little while until until i took it home
3: really heavy though if that was the most expensive can we ask how much
4: it was cracking on for 150 to 200 quid i think uh, from 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 it from a shop in uh, I can't remember the name of it now. There's, there's, they have two, I think, near Shinjuku Shibuya sort of way. Um, and again, it's, it's just a room full of absolute dream kits, and then like weird ones like the Barnsley third kit. And you're like, <laughs> oh, where the hell have you got that from, guys?
0: <laughs> I am. Um, I, I just, I just got to say on the on the whole sweating thing, right? I've just got to quickly nip back to that because. This is a problem I've suffered with for most of my adult life as well, hmm. and nobody told me about this laser thing. And what happened yeah. to me? I, I was get I was getting married, and I decided yeah. I didn't want to be a big sweaty foot for my wedding day. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and I told them I sweat too much and they gave me like a roll-on deodorant that had like fucking mercury in it or something. <laughs> yes, um, Aluminum used... stuff. Yeah, that, like, that's absolutely. It. <laughs> that absolutely hurts. You're like, "Oh <laughs> my god, it is so painful, but it's I stuck horrible. with it for about 3 months building up to my wedding so I wasn't a big sweaty mess and it just it destroyed me from you, from the armpit out. <laughs> but you're crying for most
4: of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how anybody can. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, this is the Dior review uh, 2022 podcast. <laughs> uh, they think it's all over. But like, I think, yeah, it's. I. I just can't. I cannot believe uh, that they're. Um, yeah, I, can, I cannot believe that, that that they're allowed to
0: sell that because it's so painful, horrible. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is. But before people turn off, because we're talking about yeah. our sweaty armpits. Swear. It, we've, <laughs> we've got to move on to Newcastle kits because Newcastle mm. have had some of simply the most iconic kits we've ever seen. A lot of people regard one particular season under Adidas as being the, probably the best home and away of all time. So I, I'm guessing you're obviously a big fan of Newcastle kits, but any particular that you, you hold in high regard?
4: Yeah, I think they're kind of, um, I, I think the, the McEwen's Lager kind of, blue away green stripe kind of kit around sort of 1993 i guess that was and then it went straight into the les ferdinand you know peter beasley sort of big granddad shirt classic that everyone, everyone gets excited but i i um i must admit i bought uh that kit I, I i saved up i'd done my paper round for ages and i saved up for it and it was the first thing I'd bought, like over you know five quid or something for myself, um, and I was so excited about getting it. And I was so excited about getting it that I actually bought the bought the shirt, wore it on my paper round, uh, and got um, ink all over the front of it. And it was just an absolute killer. And the actual the little sort of beer mat of the Newcastle Brown logo uh, got all ink in it. And I tried to clean it, and and bits fell off it, and it was absolutely. <laughs> heartbreaking i've replaced it since but it's still absolutely heartbreaking horrible horrible situation
3: <laughs> see i love that you're very much in the camp of football shirts are made to be worn they're not oh yeah you know, massive display yeah. Purposes.
4: that's the thing though isn't it like i, I i'm kind of torn if there's a particularly nice if it's signed or something like, like um I, I took a hotelier hotelier to a watford match and he uh got me a uh concerto Sapporo um top Uh, And it was signed by one of the players, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not going to uh, wear that out, obviously. But yeah, as soon as, yeah, if it fits me, I'm I'm wearing it because yeah, there's, you can sort of keep it and sort of use it as you know, you might make an extra ten quid over it, like you know, in in ten years time or something. But like,
0: just bloody wear it, enjoy it. (laughs) No, I'm exactly the same. My collection sits at about 500 shirts at the moment, Mm -hmm. um, ranging from. anything from sort of like late eighties. I've got Bayern Munich shirts, Aston Villa shirts from a Villa fan and I will wear anything I own. I, my, my collection is specifically bought in my size for that reason because I want to be able yeah. to wear it. And I, and I love, I love wearing them. And I, I think there's a mutual appreciation if you wear an old shirt to a football match Right. or if you're just out in the street and you see somebody else and I think yeah. they I think they look good as well they've not got the same stigma that they used to either
3: it's the nod yeah, isn't like... it the nod of approval yeah. when you see someone
4: definitely definitely and and I think I, I've even gone so far as to buy like really stupid sort of concept kits from like there's that I can't remember the name of the Twitter parody site but it's kind of like it's and Rovers or something have you seen them? They're like kind of like a, a yes. joke. Yes. They're a joke website, a joke uh, team. And they just do really <laughs> offensive tweets. And uh, and they're great And uh, in the main. And uh, yeah, they released a horrible kit that was like sponsored by like a um, like a like a like a rat poison <laughs> a rat, a rat poison manufacturer or something i think they're in the rat poison league or something and it's just and it's just loads of like um footballers for enya and you know communists for communists for enya or something and it's all, all this like absolute hodgepodge of like well-meaning kind of satirical bollocks um and i love that kit and it's purple and orange it's got like like uh, in it, it, uh, in the lining, I don't know how they managed to manufacture it because it looked bloody expensive manufactured. It wasn't that expensive, um, uh, uh, and it was like kind of had uh like like leopard print on the inside of the of the collar. Uh, Bilal Zafar, the um, uh, the 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 YouTube streamer, the the, the Twitch streamer. He's sort of a friend of Limmy's and he uh, and he streams uh, Pez, uh, you know, Evo, um, uh fan fiction, basically, and, and, and a couple <laughs> of other things. And he's bloody funny. He, he was kind of a bit of a breakout star during lockdown. And he produced his, his uh, he was, uh, it, it was like, um, it was, he did like, a, 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 his football team was like sponsored by Bongella and Hot Pepsi, but it was, it was spelled <laughs> P-E-P-P-Y-S um and and uh, and i i've got that shirt as well so i like silly silly nonsense that people are having a bit of fun with it really I have you
0: have you um have you ever seen the i believe it's bidale afc uh heck sausage shirts then
4: no i haven't actually
0: what's that bidale uh, uh, so um b e d a l e um I think this this could blow your mind if you like silly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Real nonsense, absolute nonsense. Oh, that's
4: fantastic. So it's like breakfast food and stuff. So like, yeah, they do it all the time, don't they? Yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah, they're sponsored by Heck, who are a sausage manufacturer. That's so, right. Yeah, like the, Nippon, yeah, like yeah.
4: the, the Japanese um, baseball team, the Nippon Ham Fighters. That was uh, that's they're, it. They're yes. Quite fun. Um, well, I, I got um one of my most coveted, coveted, most beloved shirts that I bought on, we were on tour as the Rambler thing and I bought the, um, it was a fourth tier Spanish club, Palencia, I think. They had that muscle kit that was like yeah. all, all uh, muscular yeah. and that and uh and that, that's disgusting i mean just absolutely
3: foul.
4: <laughs> i didn't buy the, i didn't buy the shorts because they were a bit much but uh yeah i've also got that uh that prawn kit you know the ones with like the horrible prawns on. yeah yeah <laughs> that's uh uh yeah absolutely foul i think we're gonna have to end <laughs> this here now pete you're, you're really you're not helping
3: our shirt creds. <laughs> <laughs> i'm dragging you down at my level
0: anyway. <laughs> no the 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 thing is that all that stuff within as i say our, our strange little community that we've got uh in twitter you know there are different sorts of collectors and there are some people that do literally go out of their way to collect all of the novelty shirts because we've had tuxedo shirts as you say the prawn yeah. ones there's been burger there was king a one. burger king yep yeah, there was the homer simpson shirt. Homer Simpson, yeah,
4: simpson, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the
0: heads. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I and i'll go Admit that this this kind of like wrestling one is probably as gimmicky as my collection gets, but <laughs> there's there's definitely yeah there's definitely a a following for those sort of shirts.
4: Do you ever watch those kind of like YouTubers who do like unbox because like you can, you can, now you can I mean you can get mystery boxes for everything these days but like the 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 kit mystery box openings and stuff and I I watched quite a few of them where this like people like you know lads who know their fucking stuff excuse my language uh, they 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 will um, open up a mystery box and go that's fake that's fake I'm reporting I'm reporting, I'm reporting. and they'll just <laughs> and they'll buy a mystery box of eBay and they'll just open it and go fake 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 and they'll just know by looking at the number on the bloody barcode or something and it's going fake 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 and i'm like wow that's you shouldn't need to
0: know that <laughs> there must be something it <laughs> yeah, should the be th- a middleman the, the the pro- i think the, the problem that we've got there is you, you're pretty much describing us there uh, pete are, are you ever sort
4: of um do you ever wake up in a cold sweat looking to your cupboard and going there's a couple
3: in there, and I, oh, all the I, I time where they are, yeah, <laughs> all the, yeah. The thing is, especially with some of the lesser brands, there's always like kind of new technology coming along or new telltale signs that no one's noticed before, and yeah, yeah. You, you sit there at night and you think, well, I know I've got at least twelve Diodora shirts. Have I ever checked that hem or that seam before? <laughs> you know, and then you quickly well, have to rush what, back. If, if <laughs>
4: If they go so far to create a fix, like just do it properly. Like, they tell us, I was just, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, just like, you've already got the machines that
0: are doing it thus far.
4: Just got an extra one percent, and you'll and and you'll just make more money and li- have less headaches. The
0: the, the the funniest part is like, for example, say um, uh, Adidas in particular. The fakers use the same internal code almost every time. And if you search it on Google, (laughs) it brings up a a 2018. Yeah, well, no, they're they're cleverer than that. They do use a football shirt, but it's always a 2018 Columbia home shirt. (laughs) Just find out. (laughs) Just find out the bloody number. Get it on a database and we can all share it, us fakers. (laughs) My favorite part of that is like there's a bit of a paradox with it, because out there somewhere, somebody has a fake 2018 Columbia home <laughs> shirt that they have Googled and got the right stuff back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, lordy. Um, Never mind. Oh, so so back, back to you and, and, and what you like. Have, have you got a favorite shirt that you own?
4: Um it's, it's probably one of the j league ones. I think um Jeff United have always got uh nice shirts. I mean, that they, they are horrific, like sort of Jorge Campos green, Mexico green, yellow, red in there. Um, But they they had, um, uh, at one point, a, a Sega Sonic the Hedgehog one. These kind of shirts are so kind of rare because they've got those kind of like got a particular uh, kind of branding I suppose and they, they didn't last very long. But I think um yeah I I think um Jeff I've got a few Jeff United uh uh matches uh, uh shirts. Um they're certainly not um Sega Sega shirts but uh, I do like I do like them. Um Kashiwa Resol, uh, are, are, are um are nice yellow boys. Uh I've got a few of them. Um uh Water what have they got on the front of that? they have got something Charlie Jubilo iwata uh Jubilo Iwata uh what's on there Yamaha yes i did have a yamaha shirt uh yeah. but i mean t- i mean to be honest like i have uh, only ever seen see one j league match and that was um i got on the train from tokyo uh and i was uh, to a place called um i think i was i think I was trying to go to kufo or K- somewhere like that um and I got on the wrong train and then ended up um 2 2 hours outside of uh, Tokyo past <laughs> Mount Fuji or, or approaching Mount Fuji anyway uh to um, a place called Kofu and they've got a team called Ventforet Kofu and they just so I was I was going to want to, I want to see FC Tokyo Absolutely stacked it. Went to (laughs) um, went to. It won't surprise you. Twenty five minutes later, um, uh, we happened to end up in a a little town that had a J League one uh, team called Ventforet Kofu. I think it means wind for Vent Forest, wind Forest, wind Ventforet. Yeah, (laughs) French Um, Ventforet Kofu, and uh, they had. I think at the time they might have had Peter Utaka. Who has played in for every J League team. He's the um, he's the brother of uh what's the other Utah? Uh, John John, John Utah. He's the brother yeah. he's the younger brother of John Utah, I believe. And he is astonishingly good in in the J league. Like he's played in he's played uh, for J league one, absolutely scored hatfuls of goals wherever he went. Um and he and and now I think he's in J2 and he's still absolutely terrible. some lovely time. He's got he's got a new kind of like streetwear uh kind of um vibe going on and he's and he's and he's always impeccably dressed that that, that lad. But he um but I think he's great and and uh yeah, but he who's my J my league team and I bought a shirt when I was out there. So that's kind of my kind of, you know, my, my favorite J-League chef, by virtue of the fact I actually saw the, saw the team play and they won and they just, you know, it was just a team of Japanese, young, young Japanese lads and a, and a couple of journeymen, um, Brazilians and stuff and naturalized uh, footballers. So yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice. It kind of like a dreamy and, and weirdly, uh, Mark from WrestleMe, we were both out at the same time. He, he went to uh, Coronation Hall to watch some wrestling. So it was nice. kind of uh, you go watch the wrestling, I'll go watch the football <laughs> way before we started WrestleMe. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: sure I remember what, on one of your socials you posting a photo of you seductively washing your car in this retro j league shirt i'm and sure it's, an it's an a beaver shirt, dream to
3: be room. honest i've not yeah, seen yeah,
0: that yeah it could be yeah, some sort know. of weird cheese dream that i had but if it is i'm quite worried about myself <laughs> yeah, i do I, I do have a lot of i do have a
4: lot of um i'm in mean, Can you talk your verdi maybe i mean it's got yes be, that's got it because they're yeah. Verdi, they're greeny. <laughs> it's got me, yeah. So um, yeah, it's got me then. But yeah, again, I've just got I, again. You just go into shop and because out there, like they want all like the European teams and stuff, so you can kind of get bargains, like well looked after bargains out there. But uh, yeah, I, I just like the I like how. They don't seem to sort of adhere to. They sort of go right. The team is yellow, uh, but then they'll go right. This season, we're not going to wear yellow. We're going to wear blue, yellow, and white stripes. And it's like <laughs> that's not your color. And they don't seem to care. And they've never seemed to care. And, and and like back in the day, you used to be able to get away with having a team that was like wholly uh, operated by like I don't know, bloody Yamaha or um, uh, like Kawasaki or something. So they'd all <laughs> be like owned by. Um, it'd just be work teams effectively um but they had the most wonderful uh, wonderful kits and they've sort of calmed down a little bit now but uh, yeah there's, there's there's you know the hokusai um i think that's a jubilo side or maybe Serozo asaka i can't remember but there's like a, a hokusai um uh uh, uh thing um yeah, so, yeah, just jelly tapes, Love them. Love them. Absolutely love them. <laughs> Forgot where I was going with that one. Never mind.
3: So, no, well, you collect shirts similarly to me then, because I always like to get shirts from games I've been to or places I've been. And I have a similar J-League story, actually, to you. Mm. I've only ever been to one game, and it was a complete accident because I was actually mm. meant to be in Hiroshima, and I was right. so hungover from the night before, I missed my train, and I was kept in Osaka, and I saw um, Gamba against Kashiwa nice okay on the hunt for that kashiwa shirt ever <laughs> since and i've never been able to get it it's impossible oh, right, to okay. get hold of
4: yeah you know, like there's 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 jay shirts but they, they've only got like what they on, on twitter but it's, they, they've only got like what, what they get in effectively i think but uh yeah i i think again that was i love like happy accidents like that
3: you oh let's go watch the football for <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny enough it's the only time i've ever sat in an away end with a home shirt on and was completely unfussed they were oh, very so friendly like, like, really nice
4: but they'll but they'll you know certainly um watching uh, Veverkovu play I can't remember the play but um watching men and women just leave their wallets where they sit <laughs> and then go to the loo i'm like I'm gonna steal that to teach you a lesson.
3: <laughs> that's not.
4: That's not how the rest of the world works, guys. It works, guys. You got it. You've got it. You you have to learn a lesson that you can't do that everywhere. So uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> do you have a, a worse shirt or kind of like a, a football shirt faux pas? that you really don't like to see
4: um i mean i guess they're all i mean anything with you, <laughs> anything with your name on it in it it's it's kind of uh so there's there's a, there's a there's a newcastle fan uh who can be seen out and about in newcastle and he's got like a he's got like a kind of undercut like a, like a really rancid you know two dollar undercut and, it, 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 and, it, and he basically looks like me but he for whatever reason has, has, has written 69 and milf hunter on the back right and people will take picture. Take pictures of this milf hunter sixty nine um and he will send it to me and go, "Hey bait, you didn't say you're in So um but on a similar on a similar kick my agent uh back in the day when I was thirty did uh get me a, like a shirt that was like ten times too big for me it was a nice thought, but you know he he, he you know it was he got, he, I was doing numbers back then and he got a lot of money out of me. Let me tell you, <laughs> doing very little work. And he bought me a, and he bought me a shirt. He bought me a Newcastle shirt that was like extra large and it had um Donaldson on the back and 30. I was like, well, A, I don't want any, I don't want a name on my shirt anyway. And B, I don't want anyone to know that I'm 30. So it was nice to, um yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was horrific. So that's anything with your name on the back. um However funny you think you are. You're not that funny, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, unless unless you really are that funny. I've just never seen that many good examples of it,
0: really. Pete, hey, are you are you familiar with a Twitter account just called Ruined Shirts? Oh
4: no, I haven't. But I, that sounds. I right I think I rather. think you, yeah, you'll
0: you'll definitely be yeah. be he he. he this is ruined shirts, ruined football shirts. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that that's God. definitely one I think you'll appreciate. It's it's a popular yeah. one. Refers seen
4: didn't. the light. Good God, <laughs> what are you doing? Rim sixty nine. That's an <laughs> awesome shot, isn't it? Is that Milford <laughs> cousin? His southern cousin. Yeah, maybe one. it is. Yeah, 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 we we're all into stuff. Where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like. Um, I remember like playing football with a lad uh, back in Hartlepool, and it was. Um, uh, and he had Fowler written, and he just written it in like um like Byro, <laughs> oh, and he and put a leg on the L, so it's Fowler. Was like, oh,
0: <laughs> so yep. what what what's your Grail? What's the, what's the one you'd like more than anything else? I think I mean it has to. I mean I've got the
4: I just I they're so expensive. The you know you got the Jeff United Sega one. I mean it's just such a good I, and and something that I've kind of gotten into quite recently is um. Track shirts J-League track shirts Like I will. I I want to buy all of the J League track shirts. Is this is the holy grail. I'll just buy anything. But I, I like because because they're, they're like the Japanese are naturally smaller, so their bigger players are kind of like my size, and I'm um and they fit so well. Those little kind of like do up um do up sort of uh, tracky tops um for J League teams. So I want I want more of them, and I would very much like a uh, yeah, I'd very much like a, a, a Jeff United Sega shirt. I've I've got some really like um I've got a lovely orange with like a world that's been kind of splashed out splashed out splashed out um uh and it's an old um it's an old uh i think it's mizuno shirt they they um i think yeah the J league mizuno shirts from the from the 90s were particularly good like you you've got like uh osaka's got a horrible sort of fragmented pink thing i've got one of them um i've got a jeff united one from that, that period as well i'm trying to figure out I've, I've got a picture here of one of the teams but i can't remember what that team is and i've definitely got that shirt i actually you know what um i wouldn't mind a better version of a um what team did um gary lineker play for um that that Nagoya Grandpa it. So yeah, I've got a Nagoya shirt with his number on. uh, And it's not, it's not in amazing condition. I quite like a nicer version of that, really. Because, you know, he wasn't there for very long. And um, a mate asked him, uh, you know, what what his experiences were in Japan. He just went, I literally went from the hotel to to training. And then a man picked me up and took me back to the hotel. (laughs) I was like, oh, God, you really made the most of that, didn't you, Gary? (laughs)
0: One thing that we all all talk about um, is how like shirts bring back memories of of football Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. The the one question I like to ask people is like, as a shirt fan, is, is one of your sort of like earliest memories because of the shirts. So like, so like, for example, for me, one of my earliest memories of football um, was actually a Liverpool versus Sunderland FA Cup final, which I believe mm. was maybe 92 mm. when Sunderland wore that, what I think now is an amazing away shirt um, that you can't even describe. You have to see it. But that, that sort of thing just takes me back. Are there any shirts that do that for you, that just take you back to your childhood or to moments and just that, that really stick in your mind?
4: Yeah, I think the Jorge Campos um, are goalkeeper's kits, and he was a tiny little fella, uh, but he played in goal. Sometimes played up top, scored quite a lot of goals from for free kick positions and stuff. So yeah, he uh, yeah, I think I think those kind of kit, his kits uh, in particular, um, really really make me uh, make me you know oh god I wish it was I wish it was still uh, 1994. Uh, but <laughs> um, the uh, I think I think I think going back to the, again the McEwan's Lager Newcastle kit. I mean, it, it, I have to choose a Newcastle kit there because it was. It was, it was, my first actual kit was uh, Lager 1, I think, um, uh, because it, I, I think my, my most, my favourite one that I bought was the one that I ruined at the, at the um, on, on my paper round. But the first one I got, I brought my arm months earlier um, and my mum told me to go to bed. With a paracetamol, and then I was like, oh, my 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 my, my elbow still hurts, and uh, so she took me to the hospital. She went, i oh, suppose I'm going to take you the to hospital, then. So we went to the hospital, and uh, she yeah, she saw the X-ray and uh, went white because uh, it was an absolute shit show there. <laughs> my elbow had started floating down my arm, and it was horrible. Um, I was trying to do a Klinsman dive, and then absolutely uh, whizzed out of it, uh, wussed out of it, and, and, and put my arms out and broke my elbow. And um, but um. My mum bought me a McKeown's Lager shirt uh, for that. Actually, it might, was it McKeown's Lager? It might have been the blue. It might have been the big blue star uh Newcastle kit from the early nineties. It might have been that one actually. Uh, the the bigger version of the star rather than the smaller version. But uh, yeah, that, that 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 sort of takes. Whenever I see that, I sort of go, oh, that's Nicky Papavissisalo and Peter Beasley and Paul Bracewell, and you know the pre. Proper Premier League sort of uh, squad where it's just like, yeah, I mean, we're just buying anyone who's available.
3: <laughs> I was just about to ask you. So when you wore that, who were you in the
4: playgrounds? Oh, Peter Beasley Every time, there's still people in town in Hartlepool who uh, who because I because I used to have actually I did have a, a named shirt. I had Beasley on my back, um, and I always and I always played um, as Peter Beasley, because he's just a, such a what a what a footballer and what a silly end to a, you know, a great <laughs> career and you
0: know. I'm a bit disappointed you didn't say Barry Venison, and you had a big Barry Venison mullet as well. Big
4: old mullet, yeah. No, I don't think I can manage <laughs> that. And my favourite player was always Scott Sellers. and I remember like it was it was when they just signed Ferdinand, and uh, and he, it, 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 w- I was watching Hartlepool uh, Brian Arnold's testimonial, and they came down with the you know Premier League squad, and everyone was like, oh my god, like these are, these are absolute money, and uh, I remember Les Ferdinand, I just jumped three. Humans high, and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell?" And and at the end of the um, match, everyone, all the kids, just ran over the thing with the with the test Brian on a testimonial. Uh, th- uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call them? What do you call them? Um, or well, the books, the books you get at the start of the game. Oh, um, programs, uh, program. programs with the testimonial of Brian on a program, and uh, everyone ran over like Les Fernand. and and uh, would well, you know have been there? general might have featured, um, and I ran over to um, journeyman uh, midfielder Scott Sellers, and he was confused. <laughs> he was like, "What are you doing over here?" I was like, "I love Scott Sellers. He's played in every position,
0: like my other <laughs> favorite player, Steve Watson." <laughs> no, to be honest with you, I, I'm. Even now, as a, an almost 40-year-old man, I still prefer those sort of like strangely obscure players within the squad. Like I, I yeah. recently bought the um the, the special edition Bayern Munich shirt they just did. It's like a, an Olympia, stad- Olympia stadion special. And I had to get Eric Maxim Chupo moting on the back. It, it, I, I didn't want any of the the Muellers and all of that. And even <laughs> even going back through my collection, I've got I sort of like I've um I've got just players that most of the time people just I think if I wore it out, people would think I had my own name on it most of the time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those. I got one of those. Uh, you know, like the Newcastle fans have the Joe Linton um, kind of Hawaiian shirt with um with Joe Linton. Uh, you know, little, little picture of Joe Linton on. I I made a Scott Sellers uh, one of those. <laughs> um, and I sent them a panini. A sticker with like Scott Sellers, like the, the, the like you know, just the plain sticker. Because I was like, people might need some explanation about who this is. But I don't know why they did did it. But they, the company, diligently cut around Scott Sellers's head. And I was like, we're gonna need the more information. It's just a man. It's just a man. <laughs> yeah.
3: So one of the questions, Pete, we always like to ask people when they come on here, and it's always, uh, you know, a source of, of of consternation for them. But I'm going to ask you anyway. Mm. Fantasy combination. You've got any shirt, any player, any era, any club. Yeah. Which combination would you choose?
4: Um, I really like, uh, liked football Italia back in the day. I really, because the Newcastle connection, I suppose, but the um, but the uh, Ariston uh, Juventus kit. I like. There was a reason why I bought it. I bloody love it. I think it's iconic. You know, Bobby Baggio, et cetera, and uh, Ravenelli and stuff through the years, and um, I think. I mean, it would look exactly the same as in your cast shirt, wouldn't it? There's no better uh, <laughs> wearer of a shirt than than than, than the footballer Les Ferdinand. Uh, Kate Mason from the Football Rumble, he, he, she interviewed him uh, quite recently, and he is still absolute superstar uh, qualities. He's, he's so good looking, and he looks iconic, and he looks amazing. Um, and I think, and we've not had such a handsome striker. Uh, Callum Wilson's getting there, I think. Uh, it, it kind of like I think Callum Callum Wilson sort of um, has the same kind of like. You know bone structure like really good looking lad and he really makes the shirt look amazing and les Ferdinand uh, was the last one for me who who also uh, made the shirt look amazing so les Ferdinand in a UV kit
3: uh from the 90s
4: what was the other question is there anything else in there
3: that's it i'm just surprised you've come yeah. for the woolen shirt as a very sweaty man yeah i just that's want to the see the man sweat i want to see him glisten <laughs> <laughs> well beautiful. well
0: I've got I've got mm-hmm. to just shoehorn a little bit more wrestling in just before mm-hmm. we sign off. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a twist on that question. Right. And I'm gonna say if you could see any wrestler from any era mm. walk out to his match, so we'll say at WrestleMania, in yeah. any football shirt, what wrestler would you choose in which shirt? Uh
4: I'd choose uh junkyard dog the uh, wrestler from like the 80s slash 70s slash uh, early 90s. uh, A a man who did not uh, always take care of himself physically. (laughs) Um, Big fat belly. Um, But I I love him because he was quite important. Uh, He wasn't a great wrestler, uh, but he would... Howl and bark, uh and I just, I just, you know, you can just warm to a wrestler when you've got no reason to to wrestle, <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of like you just kind of like I really, I really like him, um uh, despite and, and nobody else seems to. Uh, but yeah, junkyard dog uh, in a really dirty like <laughs> Arsenal shirt, like a, like a Dreamcast <laughs> Arsenal shirt that he's found under a under a under a washing machine in the junkyard. I'd like that.
3: There you go. Pete, honestly, thanks so much for taking the time. We'll let you There's off for being 25 minutes late. Oh, this is <laughs> disgraceful, I'm sorry. Uh... And yeah, if anyone doesn't, please give the Football Ramble, the Luke and Pete show, Wrestle Me a Listen, because it gets me and Mike for our week. So yeah, check them out and check Pete out on Twitter as well. So yeah, Pete, thanks so much. Twitter, that's a bit of a mess at the moment, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> see you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know, what, guys? I really enjoyed that. It sounded like a lot of fun to record it, and turned into a bit
3: of a J League special in the end, actually. Yeah, we weren't expecting it, but obviously both know that Pete's a huge J League fan, but didn't realise he had quite so many shirts. But you can tell the man's a pro, can't you, Mike? The way he oh. he was he led that interview. We were the we were more the guests in that in
1: that little segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did notice that, actually. Yeah. Um, right, on that, let's move on to our second edition of Scotty Rants.
2: So th- this was inevitable, but we- we've, been ha- we've been hand-gifted this week's topic because they've released the shirt this week. So my rants this week are Napoli shirts. And I'll struggle, I think I'll really struggle to find somebody that doesn't agree with me. But these cunts need to be stopped. So this, I counted this year, we're already on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine fucking shirts already. Nine shirts. And they're all fucking horrendous. But not only are they horrendous in the design, they're also, how they do it is ridiculous. They've released the Valentine's Day shirt. Can anybody tell me what day they wore it? The fucking 17th of January. Who releases a Valentine's Day shirt and then doesn't even wear it on fucking Valentine's Day weekend? Halloween shirt? Didn't fuck it and wear it on Halloween. And they're all disgusting. We've got UEFA. Somebody designs a really nice shirt, but it's got a little bit of colour out. They're like, oh, sorry, mate, you can't wear that but they're sat back letting these shit cunts release nine shirts a year. And we've, we're in January. We've not even finished yet. Who is gonna stop them? Who, please. And this is coming from the person that loves a box. Well, you can still shit in a box and they're doing it successfully.
1: Uh, Thank you, Scott. The good news is I've checked with Ofcom and we are allowed to swear nine times per half an hour. And um, you've used all of our allocation up in 45 seconds. Anybody got anything else to add?
3: Do you know what? The funniest thing is Scott swore a lot in that, but only nine times, which shows how many kits Napoli have released. because It's the same amount.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, this gets lost in uh, in in audio, but you should have seen listeners how animated he was genuinely getting.
0: Oh, uh, I, I think maybe we'll release the video of this one so people
3: can see how animated he got on this one. Am I right, though? Am I right? Well, who
0: could who could argue
3: that that Valentine's one in particular is terrible? The last two, that and the Christmas one with the reindeer on, it's like they've given up. They really the, happen,
0: cr- the Christmas is the worst by far. What, like, the worst I, I, in the lips? Yeah, I think so. What the fuck oh. did you want that? That that big red nose. Ah, oh, it's hot. It's just it's awful. Like that Christmas one. It, for me is is probably
3: one of the worst football shirts ever made.
2: Yeah, it's Microsoft, and They've just gone right. Stick that in a printer. Get it rattled off.
3: Also, from certain angles, it looks like a puckered arsehole rather than a set of puckered lips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Does it, Tom?
3: I wouldn't know, actually. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I've been told. Good stuff. Good stuff. So next week, we'll have to find out what uh, Scotty rants about. Missed kit history this week. We've had a pretty full episode, but
0: that'll be back next week, Mike. Definitely. Yeah. As we touched on last week, I think I'm going to follow on with a little bit of history about Liverpool next week from, from the Everton one, about the split and and why Liverpool wear red, or at least why some people might think they do, whether it's true or not, who fucking knows. Sounds good. And we're looking at introducing a second new
1: feature for 2023, the Dear Tom feature, in which you get to ask a Dear Deirdre type question to the podcast. And uh, you can remain anonymous if you like, but Tom will give you his best agony aunt style advice live on radio. And
2: that's the best bit you've just said. It, it will be live. Tom is not going to be able to see the question until we record. So he's going to have to answer it. Live. And this is the
3: first time hearing about this. So. <laughs> Bring it on! <laughs> if, if if anybody's got anything, I, th- I think this this isn't just. I don't think it should just be
0: problems that you've got with, with shirts and so on. I think if you've got a mate being a dickhead about something, if you got you know people who don't appreciate your your hobby of shirt collecting, if you've got a wife that keeps nagging you about buying too many, tell Tom about
3: it, and he'll tell you exactly what to do about it. For um, can we maybe agree that I'm not? <laughs> Not, you know, libel or anything
1: like that. <laughs> uh, well, what happens happens, but, you know, you can only speak from the heart. Uh,
0: what else have we got coming up next week? What's the feature next week? We have got a very special feature with a friend of mine, a guy, a gentleman by the name of Chris Pinder, who is the chairman and I believe owner of uh, Malvern Town Football Club. So he's going to be talking us through what basically goes on, what, what's involved in running a non-league club and the struggles and the battles that they go through just to, you know, get get a bit of interest in, in non-league football. And their latest shirt has been getting a little bit pressed recently, hasn't it, Mike? It certainly has. So it's a special shirt that's been made by Hope & Glory. Um, it's known as a, a – basically it's a, it's a shirt that has been designed to play under floodlights for, for maximum visibility – And we may have a little giveaway with one of those coming as well, because Chris has said that he's going to get one for us to give away to one of our listeners. Just gets better and better.
2: Uh, We would just like to thank everybody for listening and interacting. Uh, This year has gone really well so far. I mean, we touched on it at the start of the episode. You know, there's a lot of people listening and a lot of people enjoying the content. So hopefully we'll be able to to bring you some more throughout the year. But again, just thank you to everybody that supports us. It really means a lot.
3: They think it's all over. It is now. Now.